0: Hi, I'm Denise Bailey.
1: And I'm Dr. Monica Parker.
0: And you're listening to My Parents Are Now My Kids, a medical doctor's view and daughter's journey through memory loss and other dementias.
1: As a doctor, I'll help you navigate through the often confusing, confounding, and frequently frustrating technical aspects of dementia.
0: And as a daughter, I'll share with you some things I've experienced caring for and loving my parents who both struggled with these disorders. We want you to have hope and to see that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And we'll tell you that sometimes that light is coming straight at you and you just have to get out of the way. Let's get started.
1: Hi, Dr. Bonica. Hi, Dr. Denise.
0: How are you? I'm great. How are you and happy new year? happy new year to you. This is a new year for my parents are now my kids. And uh, we're grateful. We ended the year grateful and we're starting off the year grateful. So it's a new year. It's a new normal. We are still in this pandemic. And um, we know that uh, people have to get a lot of information now online. We don't have the luxury of going out a lot and Visiting clinicians like we used to. So, we have to do a lot of research at home if we have that ability. And so, uh, we want to talk about the new normal of finding out information about Alzheimer's and dementia and different programs online. And uh, I want to start off by focusing on a program that you are a part of. Uh, My listeners probably know by now that we are in the United States and we are in Georgia and we are in the Atlanta area. And and you have been a clinician and faculty member at Emory School of Medicine since 1995. Very prestigious, very prestigious. Proud of you. And you participate in something called Emory Brain Talk Live weekly. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: So Emory Brain Talk Live is where, um, in order to keep in touch with our research participants and people who might be interested in participating in our ongoing longitudinal research studies here at Emory. We, Because we can't meet in person, we're meeting virtually every week to bring them information that is of interest to... Subjects of interest are stay healthy during the pandemic, how do I maintain communication with my friends, I'm a caregiver, what can I do since the adult daycare centers are closed, what kinds of things can I do with my loved one? How can I continue to take care of my loved one during this pandemic? So we will have neurologists, we'll have infectious disease specialists, we'll have caregiving experts, and exercise people come on. Um, One of the things that we do Exercise is good for your brain. So we say whatever's good for your heart is good for your brain. We have an exercise um, trainer, John Lewis, that's his name, uh, from Energy Fitness leads us in a group aerobic exercise for about 10 minutes. And a lot of our participants say that this is how they get healthy. We have Dr. Kenneth Hepburn from the School of Nursing talking about caregiving and giving us tips on how we can be better caregivers during the pandemic. How to relieve things like caregiver guilt. I feel guilty. I feel resentful. What do I do about that? And spread along some caregiving tips. We have um, had mental health specialists to talk about what the pandemic has done for the mental and emotional health of not just caregivers, but people who may have cognitive impairment. A lot of people who are having memory loss have become isolated physically and socially. So what they were accustomed to doing that kind of helps keep them on task, they were not able to do. So during this pandemic, we have found more people have gotten a little bit more confused and um, maybe a little bit more demented than they might've been had they been allowed to continue with their previous level of activities. And we may have a musician um, during the holiday months, uh, music, uh, the arts, is something that we encourage participation in saying for people with dementia because if they were a musician in their previous life, they would appreciate music. So we had an instrumentalist come on and play hymns for us and play Christmas carols for us. So things to just keep us engaged.
0: Absolutely. And I want our listeners to know that they can find memory Brain Talk live online mm-hmm. at alzheimers.emory.edu and if you go on to our Instagram page or our Twitter page we will give you the information about where to tune in to Emory Brain Talk live and in, in the United States it's 2 p.m. Eastern time every Tuesday and i want to touch upon how you begin the Emory Brain Talk Live weekly with the exercise because uh, that's really, really a great thing because throughout our podcast, you're always talking about physical health helps your mental health. And it's yes. it's really nice to start that out. And I don't want our listeners who um, may not be physically as fit as they think they should be to think that they can't do these exercises, Right.
1: Okay, can I, can I tell them?
0: Yes, please do.
1: Okay, these exercises that, they're, that we do online, and unlike going to a gym where you have yoga classes and things, almost all of the exercises that we do during our Brain Talk Live are what we call chair exercises. That means you can sit in your chair and do them. You don't have to be standing. You don't have to have any special kinds of equipment. Um, and quite honestly, even after we do brain talk live, I do a lot of this myself, things like holding a water bottle in each hand and raising it above your head, whether we like to or not, it's not so much weightlifting, but it's aerobic exercise. It's helping you to breathe better and expand your lungs, you know, moving your arms in and out and waving, you know, raising those bottles up. One of the exercises is to hold a broomstick in your hand and turn all the way to the right, turn all the way to the left, so that you tighten up your core muscles. And you're sitting right in your chair and you're marching in place. You're getting your thigh muscles to work and other things. So exercise doesn't have to be laborious. You don't have to join a gym. You don't have to leave your house to do it. You can do it right in your chair. And that's what Mr. Lewis helps us understand. Exercise comes any kind of way, and you don't have to be somebody who is standing upright so we have a lot of people not so much just the people who listen to brain talk live but anywhere in the country who think that because they can't walk they can't participate in exercise well if you can learn to do chair exercises you can stay just as active and get deep breaths in that's what exercise helps us do so we do mostly chair exercises in our program and then there are other programs that you can design to be done with what you have available in your house. We may not have five pound weights, but everybody probably has a can a a can of peas.
0: Absolutely a can of
1: peas. Yes. Or a water bottle. You know, 16 ounce water bottle. You even have a broomstick. So it's just exercise to be done simply from your chair and with what you have available. And people can go online, just Google chair exercises That's a way to stay active.
0: Absolutely. I'm glad you're telling our listeners that because this is what this podcast is all about. Being able to go online and find things that are beneficial to you since we're not able to get out the way we used to. And also, also going on programs like yours, Brain Talk Live, is just another way to connect with other people. Just to sort of have that interaction. You may not be able to talk and participate but at least you have some sort of interaction where you know you can ask questions through the chat and um, engage in that way with people who are experts like yourself and you can get support and not only like at brain talk live you can go to all of these websites like alzheimer's.org and you can find out about support groups and things like that right
1: Right. And, and that's what we generally try to do during our Brain Talk Live. But even for our podcast here, it's like, where do you find information? Because most of us are closeted in our homes or in our closets, for sure.
0: Absolutely. Because it's
1: quiet there. Yes. Um, any information that you can find is at your fingertips. Medical doctors are conducting a lot of their office visits via Zoom call or phone call. My husband's a veteran. And he has to do his medical appointments, not so much by Zoom, but by telephone. So I'm grateful for the pandemic because it's nice to know that you don't have to leave your home to get a medical visit. And that's something we were trying to do a long time ago, but now Medicare is paying for these, tele, these Zoom telemedicine phone visits. They what? weren't doing it before, but they're doing it now. So Medicare should be covering the cost of your medical visits now. That is the change that the pandemic has brought. It's actually made accessing medical care a lot more convenient for a lot of people.
0: You know what? You brought up something that's its timely. Ironically, I had my first Teladoc medicine visit today, and I didn't know how it was going to go, but it went great, you know, because it, it makes you prepare. So I was prepared as opposed to just walking into a doctor's office and them just sort of talking at me. I had my questions. I prepared the day before. I wrote them down. And that sort of helps you be a part of your own progress and your diagnosis and and your health. So that's perfect. And you know what? That gives me another subject. Maybe one of these podcasts, we should talk about how to prepare for a telemedicine uh, visit since that's one of the online things we're talking about.
1: A lot of times your medical provider will ask you what you prefer. Some practices are not seeing patients face-to-face, like the dentist, for example. Some dentists, like the dentist here at our university, is seeing people only in case of an emergency. They're not doing regular dentistry. But there are other dentists, they're still conducting dental appointments. And of course, dentistry has to be done in person, unlike regular medical visits. But all dentists are not seeing patients. And for a while, the American Dental Association forbade doctors to see anybody, uh, dental doctors, to do any procedures. So check with your medical provider's office to see whether they are offering virtual visits, whether via Zoom or telephone versus uh, in-person visits. The Veterans Administration Center is offering telephone visits. They are not having in-person visits. Um, In-person visits are usually for people who are getting chemotherapy or maybe a radiologic uh, treatment or evaluation. But in the Veterans Administration Medical Center, most of those visits are being done by phone. So please call your doctor and find out what kind of visits that they're offering, and your medical insurance, Medicare, is honoring payment for those visits.
0: So we'll pause right here and continue our discussion next time about accessing online help as we navigate living through this new normal. Please visit our Twitter page, MPMK at Podcast. And our Instagram page, My Parents Are Now My Kids. There you will find the link to the website, Emory Brain Talk Live. See you next time.